0: yeah well one thing is that maybe uh people should know is not to get too carried away while doing the blueprint yeah, good. <laughs> because um you know when you listen to all of it you think like oh i'm gonna do this and that and that and but it takes time to to build a company and as well it's it's perfectly okay to stay self-employed and
1: not be big you know of not course. just work by yourself welcome to the wp elevation business podcast I'm your host, Ray Melodoni, and I'm excited because you're about to meet an elevator. Why is that so exciting? Well, over the years as the marketing manager, I've been getting lots of emails asking, what's life like after implementing the blueprint? Is it something that can really dramatically change my life? Well, you're in luck because we're gonna meet elevators who have actually walked the walk. They're action takers. They're people who have implemented the learning and followed the process and trusted that it's all going to be okay. Now you do never need to put in the work in order to get the results, but the people you're going to meet in this series are the ones that have taken action and gone through the, the struggles, the ups and downs of an entrepreneur. And now at the other end, living life and enjoying where they have come and how far they've come. Now, it's hard to share what the community's like, but hopefully you can get a bit of a feel of it through the stories that the elevators share. Unfortunately, the community, you need to be a member of it to kind of get that first-hand feeling. But the community is definitely something in the WP Elevation Blueprint that is really unique and special, and is kind of the the people that you can lean to when times get tough. And through some of these stories, you'll hear that people do lean on the community when they need that extra support or that extra motivation. So, without further ado, let's go meet one of the elevators.
0: This is the WP Elevation Podcast, helping WordPress consultants
2: elevate. Hey, this episode of the WP Elevation Podcast is brought to you by WP Elevation. Well, more specifically, it's brought to you by a bunch of our happy customers. See, frankly, I feel a little bit awkward telling you how great WP Elevation is because you're probably not going to believe me because WP Elevation is my baby. It's something that we started over three years ago. Of course, now we're a team of of coaches and mentors, and we have hundreds, and by the time you're listening to this, probably thousands of members all over the world. But it still really is something that I'm very passionate about. And, And of course, if you join WP Elevation, we make revenue and we make profit. So it's a little bit awkward if I tell you how great it is because you probably think I'm just trying to sell you on it and partially I am because I know how beneficial the program is. So what I'd love to do instead is just introduce you to some of our customers. So if you go to wpelevation.com slash the podcast, one word, you'll be able to hear some of those stories from our customers and hear for yourself how WP Elevation has impacted their business and changed their lives. I hope you enjoy that and I hope you check it out at some point. Right now, let's get back to the podcast.
1: Hi, Monique, and welcome to the WP Elevation WordPress Business Podcast. How have you been?
0: Thank you, Ray, I've been fine,
1: how are you? (laughs) I'm really good and excited to hear your story about how you you are an elevator. So share with our listeners who you are and what your business is all about.
0: Okay, well, my name is uh, Monique, I live in the Netherlands. I recently moved to uh, Amsterdam, our capital. Wow. And um, I'm self-employed, I work from home, as you can probably see in the background. And I, um, I built WordPress
1: websites for,
0: um, small businesses. So
1: Excellent. Sure. Now, <laughs> and were you always doing that or have you changed over the years?
0: Yeah, no, I was, uh, actually trained as a graphical engineer, uh, in the late eighties, but that sort of profession is, I don't know if it still exists. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I sort of grew into management jobs in the printing industries, but I, yeah, it, it the whole industry went, went down and I decided to move on and move to the countryside about 15 years ago. And then I started my own web shop in uh, organic gardening, sustainable gardening. Wow. Um, Yeah, that was really cool because I got to sort of implement all my expertise and I've, you know, I've been building websites in the 90s, but just for a hobby. So then I could sort of use my graphical expertise and my hobby uh, for building websites into building my own uh, workshop So
1: that was cool. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. And so when did you discover the blueprint? Like how did you come across it? What were you looking for?
0: Um, well, I've actually been building websites since 2011 and I felt it was sort of necessary to move on. I felt I wasn't, my, my business wasn't scalable. I could just you know have two or three clients a week and do lots of strategic stuff for them but then I was thinking like what what could be the next step and uh, I think it was like maybe one of the partners you work with sort of told me about WP Elevation and I looked into it and I thought yeah could this be something (laughs) so uh, you get lots of like offers and opportunities and the big promises so
1: yeah, I was yeah. a bit
0: sceptic in the beginning. I can that's say good. that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
1: And that's that's really interesting because what's one of the first things um, that our elevators say on our feedback form is that they're very sceptical. And I mm-hmm. think it's because of the fact that there's been a lot of programs, a lot of courses, a lot of, you know, these With overnight success. That's right. Yeah, Which yeah, we, yeah. we try not to be that and it's very hard to kind of show people a glimpse into what life is like. And that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why we're doing this series on our podcast is um, to, to, to show that these are true stories and, um, you, you know, it, it, everyone has a different story. Like some people I've interviewed haven't even implemented all the blueprint and their business is growing. You know, so mm. even just putting some of it to practice is, is great. Um, and so I want to explore that skepticalness a little bit more. What was it? Did it seem too good to be true or was it, you know, you've been burned before? Why did you have that thought?
0: Um, Well, it was quite an investment. Well, not if you look at it, you know, afterwards. (laughs) Uh, But it was a bit of money that I had to decide, do I want to invest this? And what's it going to bring? Because the skeptical thing is that I think most programs are okay, but you're actually the one who has to do the work. I mean, you know, you can have this big pile of, of books of like management help books, but the one who has to implement and execute all the advice and the knowledge has to be you. And as long as you're not doing it, well, then I think the blueprint or WP elevation can't be of any help either.
1: So, Correct. Yep.
0: Yeah. So it was sort of, you know, will this help me get the right mindset and do it? That's actually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And the price point has been designed that way as well, because uh, as you said, afterwards it becomes a return, but you can't see the return on that investment. Um, no. You know, and most people, you know, kind of share that it's paid off in the first week or two weeks or a connection they've made in the community or a problem that's solved, you know, really quickly that they've been working on for months. So uh, we can't just, we, we can't, re, you know, we can't create that for everyone um, before they, they join. And the price point is made to kind of filter out, you know, the action takers, people who are going to take that action and go, I need to do exactly what you said and put the work in Um so 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 what was life like before the blueprint what 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 was your business kind of running like
0: um well i was really sort of like working on demand so people would come with a request um uh, i would make a quote and then it would say oh that's too expensive (laughs) that's actually the usual story yeah yeah and then i'd say like oh, well, I can give you a discount and then do it and make too many hours. And I think everyone can relate to the story because that's probably what happens.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can see everyone listening to the podcast nodding as they're listening, going, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Because we've all been there and done that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not totally, like,
0: it's not that I'm totally over that yet because I'm still struggling with pricing and, you know, sticking and convincing uh, clients to that it's worth to, to pay the money that um, I'm, I'm telling them to invest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, perfect,
1: perfect. And so what's life like now after the, you've implemented the blueprint?
0: Um, well, actually, the, the first thing I got better in is, like, getting rid of clients uh, that weren't fitting within, like, the blueprint or the new way of working. Yeah. Uh, I didn't make very many friends with my existing clients, like, changing my work policy um, some of them got really angry and just left, <laughs> yep. um, because they thought I was getting snobby and, you know, raising my prices for no reason and comparing it like not in a reasonable way. So that's something that's really changed and actually better clients came in return. So I'm happy that I did that. So it's yeah. not really a loss. So it's, it's good. Like, uh, getting better clients has, it's, it has helped me like uh, making room for that instead of like, you know, staying in the loop, just saying, no, this is where it stops.
1: (laughs) I love that. I love that. There's so many people who don't know how to say no. Um, and, and, and then it is very much, you start attracting the same clients that you've got and creating that filter, even in your mind and taking some action, you then really set out to attract similar people and um, it's, it's very, very powerful. And I'm glad that, you know, that's one of the first piece and, you know, we, we have dedicated courses as well uh, around getting better clients and finding out what your sweet spot is and, and who your yeah. avatar is and making sure that you know exactly who you're trying to serve.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to do it in a nice way. You have to sort of practice <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah because yeah. You, you don't want to come across as too arrogant. Like, Oh, you're not good enough for me anymore. So that's, yep. it's really hard thing to do, but yeah. Well, I but can't help it if people don't accept
1: it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. And like you said, you've seen the light at the end of that tunnel of what it's like once you make those yeah. clear decisions. Um, and and that, 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 that's perfect. So as you're going through the blueprint, um, I know there's a lot of content that kind of gets released and uncovered. What was a aha moment or a part of the blueprint that you just really loved and kind of implemented straight away?
0: Um, ooh, I, to, I started last October, so that's about half a year ago. Um, let me think. I, I actually started because I'm not uh, English speaking. <laughs> so I started translating a lot of the emails wow. uh, straight away. Um, what I liked and what I already did was like a free giveaway to, to grow your uh, list. I I really liked about the, the blueprint that there's a lot of material that you just get and to, to, Season, how does I say it? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> season, to ta-
1: season to taste. Yeah,
0: yeah to taste. <laughs> yeah, taken season to taste and make it your own. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So that was easy because we had to translate it anyway. And I already had a few ebooks that I could give away. So I started like reactivating them and, you know, working with that again because I really needed new clients. So I liked it. And I also liked um, like the anti follow up um, uh, that you sent after you've sent a proposal. So um, that's clients like (laughs) that. Yeah, that's good.
1: And it's all about the onboarding um, that's covered on in our onboarding uh, modules in regards to how to get clients, bring them on into your business, make sure there's filters in place. And um, it is definitely a great starting point. No accident that it's at the start of the, the course because you need to learn that before you can define the rest and I love the fact that you've gone and translated it we need to chat later about maybe uh you know bringing that into our core <laughs> uh, and and rewarding you for that as well because we love when the community translates it I'm um, put you know Spanish re- translation is always the most popular but we've yet to have that uh, executed um yeah, so, yeah the Dutch
0: language area is a bit small but anyway yeah. there's still quite a few Belgian Dutch blue printers yeah. or yeah. VP elevators <laughs> yeah
1: absolutely absolutely And so um, we talk about elevators and you're an elevator and you're in the community. Share with the listeners what the community is all about and what you've been able to benefit from our community.
0: Um, What I really like about the community is that uh, people are um, without any prejudice. Um, Whether you're a newbie or whether you have a bad experience, uh, people are not sort of being shiny in front of the rest. They're they're not trying to, to show off. Um, people share like bad experiences, good experience. They help new people, uh, even experienced people ask questions that they're not too, too big to, you know, to, to share or to ask questions. It's, it's very open on equal level. That's what I really like. And it's not like, Oh, you can look that up. Some people have asked that before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, there's always room for new same questions again.
1: Yeah, I, lo- I love the fact that the community is not a place where everyone's competing against each other. It's everyone's kind mm-hmm. of really wanting everyone to win and lift the quality of what WordPress websites is all about and how to be a consultant and act professionally and with ethics and so forth. Um, yeah. How, how have you found that? Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's, it's, it's good. And people you know, treat it like it's family. Um, People share things in there that they don't even share publicly on their Facebook group because they feel safe, like it's a safe place. And we we love when we see those posts come up because it really aligns with our values of what we're trying to create. Um, Is that safe place for people, you know, not to feel isolated. A lot of people working from home like yourself and it can be hard to kind of feel connected with the community that's all digital and, um, you know, in the tools and the code and plugins yeah.
0: and things like that and, and as well, we're all professionals so um trying not to sort of sh- let people down and when you're face to face with people you always have to be like oh i'm the one who knows stuff or i'm i'm always doing really good and you, it's a place where you can be vulnerable you yeah. know you can you can say like oh i had a really bad talk with a client what should i do and people are really sort of encouraging you and giving you advice and that's that's very valuable
1: yeah. And the support goes beyond the blueprint, even once that's learnt and executed and implemented, then it's about those bad days. And who do you lean on when that happens? And the community is there to to support you um, during those situations. So yeah, th- that's, that's great. Obviously, we also have um, some coaches and so forth. How have you found the coaches in the program around, you know, additional webinars and um, extra content after you've completed the blueprint?
0: yeah I, I really uh, was doing the coaching calls when I was doing the blueprint, and that's one of the things that I wanted to say that I really liked about like the promise and getting back and actually do stuff that was really helpful like you couldn't forget about it because you had the sort of motivational call every week, yeah. so that was one of the valuable things as well and um yeah, I'm sometimes struggling with the the times the coaching calls are on they they don't always fit in with my working schedule. Uh, I find them harder to watch like, uh, async because then I get even more distracted when it's live. So life is very good. Um, I haven't done that many because, but that's not because they weren't good. It's just my time. Just yeah, finding
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. And what about all the bonus material that unlocks during the course and, um, not to share too much of what happens, but was there any bonus materials or co- additional courses that really helped you or able to kind of do it? A- Deep dive, or track, or masterclass, whatever we call them these
0: days. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, yeah, tracks or whatever. Um, Yeah, yeah, I've I've been digging into uh, like the retainer stuff with the care plans because that sounds like a really good part of uh, like growing your business. And I'm still sort of figuring out the way it's going to work for me and my clients. So, But that was one of the things I, I dug into firstly. And afterwards, I actually went back to a few modules of the blueprint because I sort of followed it to stay on pace, which was good and get like the whole story. And now I'm sort of like digging deeper into bits and pieces where I want to sort of extend and, and uh, improve, improve, um, improve things. Um, yeah. For and, my own
1: workflow. Yeah, absolutely. And that's what's really great is that you do get access to the the course uh for life. So whenever you yeah. need to revisit something, um, whenever you uh want to rewatch it, it's like rewatching a movie. You you go, I don't remember that scene the first time I watched it, because your brain just kind of went off into another thought or down a different rabbit hole. But um, you know, we have <laughs> a lot of people request to do a refresher or redo it, um, and and they like that the fact that it gets drip fed, but once, once you get to the end, you kind of basically um, get get it all and you can go back to wherever you, you want. Um, one of the things that our course is very unique in a way is that it is drip-fed. How did you find that? Because you mentioned before, like, you wanted to keep on pace and so forth. So the fact that it was drip-fed, um, was that something that worked in benefit for your schedule and your business?
0: Yes, that, that worked for me. And uh, I dedicated, like, the Friday to do... The courses some some uh, parts of the the course were were too big to implement yeah. in a week, um, so maybe look into like that to make it like more equal parts or do one part of the blueprint two weeks, yeah. split it uh, because then you sort of fall behind that that 's what happens at some point, yeah. uh, but I decided to just watch the videos and you know go back to the content, so the yeah. drip feeding. Yeah, sometimes it would have been nice to sort of continue. But like I said, combined with the coaching call, it was nice to sort of, it gave you a motivation to stay on pace because the coaching call was supporting that week of content. So.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of like when you go to school, you can't just walk in and say, Oh, I want to do class, you know, I want to do, you know, class four when I'm in, you know, class two, it's like, there's a process. And, and we know that because there is a lot and you're right, some of the modules and we're actually exploring this at the moment, um, one of the biggest modules is the delivery module and it's a, a lot of uh, homework and, and content to to absorb and so we're thinking of splitting that up into different modules because we listen to the community as what you're mm-hmm. saying as well um, and we have a really good way of getting things done really quickly and working with our coaches to bring new material. And, you know, we're in the tech space, things can become outdated really quickly. So we need to have yeah. fingers <laughs> on the pulse, you know, so um, lots of new <laughs> tools and page builders and it's hard to keep up sometimes, but we're working on it. And work. we are, yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, we are, we are working on it. So it's funny that you say that because it's definitely on our, um, our, our list of strategies for the next three months um, to, to oh. do that and, and focus on implementation as well and getting people assisted to implement some things um and so forth which is the things that you've said so it's great um that you mentioned that as well um so what's um what's the business looking like for you what's on the roadmap where you're looking to scale or grow or bring on team members what's the future looking like
0: yeah well one thing is that maybe uh people should no, it's not to get too carried away while doing the blueprint <laughs> yeah, <good. laughs> because, um, you know, when you listen to all of it, you think like, oh, I'm going to do this and that and that. And, but it takes time to, to build a company and as well, it's, it's perfectly okay to stay self-employed and not be big, you know, of not course. just work by yourself. So yep. um, after sort of going like that and thinking like, oh, the sky's the limit, I'm sort of, you know, going back looking at it. A lot of things has happened in my private life as well. So actually from last Monday on, I'm sitting here and thinking like, okay, what's important? What do I like? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I actually love working for small businesses. So I just have to make sure it's not like a lot of them at the same time and then a big gap. So I have to work on continuity. So actually my plan for now is just to be me. Yep. Have me, me as a company, and I have one guy doing the maintenance on my website, which I absolutely hate. I just hate doing updates. So, and he's, he's even better at it. He did support work for a while, so he's doing that on a monthly basis. So, that looks okay. And I want to do like more strategic coaching stuff, which is a personal one on one thing, anyway. That's not really easy to you know give to someone in a team so maybe i'm i'm leaving sort of the building part and the designing part and, and giving that to other people but that i'm not there yet it's yeah. I, I like it too much to have like all
1: the that's parts good of, that's good the, it's good okay. that you have the ability to have clarity around that because there's a lot of people who don't know uh, what they want and the fact that you've done an exercise where you've you know sat down and looked at what you want and you know design your business to, to support the lifestyle that you want and you're right it doesn't yeah. have to be going from a sole opener business to an agency with big offices and overheads and staff like sometimes that's not what people want um, mm-hmm. and sometimes they think that and then they change when they start doing and going oh I think I've bitten off more than I can chew but it, it's it's great to hear that you're you know putting thought into building your business the way that you uh, want to design your life and it's um You know, there's there's a lot in that. I think more people are choosing to slow down and just live a life that's more simple and and basic, you know.
0: Yeah, true. Yeah, I had the same when I was working in the graphical industries because I really like graphical design. But what happened in the end is that I ended up behind a computer, like making quotes and doing management for 12 people. And like the whole creative part of the job was like gone for 20 years. So, and that's what I like about like being small, small and self-employed that you get like all different aspects of the job and you get to influence on that. So, and uh, of course it's nice to, to do the jobs or to, to, to take away the jobs that you don't like. I mean, yeah. So. I do that on a small scale now and hopefully some other
1: jobs that I don't really like I can sort of
0: move out the door. But yeah, yeah it's yeah. good for
1: now. Just excellent, excellent. And so during during the um during the course, did you have an accountability partner or did you use the community as your accountability?
0: Uh I had an accountability partner and we still meet like every two, three weeks online. Uh he lives nearby, but we just have a video chat and we talk about where we've been, where we're going. And, um, yeah, it's nice to sort of reflect on each other. I, I really like doing that. And I also had some people, like, I've been talking to in the community on a PM, on Facebook, with specific questions who sort of responded straight away. And we had sort of, like, good, good sort of coaching together. So that's, yeah. that's nice as well. That just happens on the fly. But there's this one guy here in the Netherlands who knows, like, our market and our country and mm. our culture. And we can sort of discuss what we run into.
1: Yeah, and, and that's a really good point as well in, in, in keeping it localised and knowing what, you know, the fact that even that you translated parts of the emails, you know, there's some things that might come across in English that seem okay, but it may be in different cultures, it's not so much the same. And that's why, you know, it is all there for the inspiration and to take and tweak and the fact that your accountability partner gets you're coming from as well um you know that's the whole plan of the accountability partners to find someone local that you can actually meet up with and have a coffee with if you can and it doesn't always work like that sometimes we have one student in a remote location and funnily enough sometimes that happens here in australia because it's so big we've got people in regional cities that join and they're like ah my accountability partner is four hours away but sometimes they still meet up and still uh get to um experience what that's like but with video technology you know, this is just as good as, you know, catching up yeah, face-to-face.
0: Yeah, it's, it's nice doing it face-to-face, but just to do it at night and it's, yeah, it's like you're sitting in the same room. I, I really enjoy this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Um, so I just wanted to, you know, it wouldn't be a WordPress podcast if we didn't speak about some shiny tools. So is there a plugin or a theme or a tool that you've discovered throughout the last, you know, six months um, that has really stood out and you, you kind of just want to share with the, with the, our listeners?
0: Um, well, I've been working with it for a bit longer, but I really love manage WP. That's one of my favorites for maintaining websites and, um, they're getting better and better. I really enjoy that one. Um, it's nice, easy login backups. They do all kinds of monitoring and, and they have a free like starting point. So that's one of my favorites. And, um, I've been really exploring like all the page builder (laughs) that that are there <clears throat> and, um, yeah, Beaver Builders really standing out for me as well. I think they were actually the one pointing me to WP Elevation.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, cool. so they're, they're really good. And, and what I like about them as well is that they're not sort of scaring away from the development within WordPress like Gutenberg, uh, which some page builders seem to be a threat for them, but they're really sort of embracing it and say, like, oh, we're going to see how we can get both the best of both worlds. So I like that mindset of not like sort of pushing things away
1: but embracing it. So. Yeah, yeah. I love that as well. It's uh, about how do we work together, not um it's us all that, you know. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That that's really good. Well Monique, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you. Um I'd love the fact that you've shared some, you know, your story and the way that it happened and and um, you know, you've been a real action taker in our community. And that's why we wanted to reach out and invite you on to share that with the rest of yeah. the listeners and see whether maybe there's someone else who can relate to your story. Thank you. It was a pleasure doing it. No worries. So how can people find out more about you and who, you, what's your ideal client, who you're looking for that people can reach out if they want to work with you? Uh,
0: well, my ideal client would be someone who wants to take the next step, who maybe has a website or a business for a few years, but is really sort of struggling with, with the why and where to go. So I really love doing strategic sessions and helping like smaller businesses getting a focus and, um, yeah, but I've been quite successful with that and like, giving people the mirror, you know? So it's hard to do it for yourself, but it's, it's nice doing it for others. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, I'll be happy to, to help like small businesses uh, exploring that.
1: Excellent. And how can they get a hold of you?
0: Um, that would be probably through uh, Twitter. Um, my Twitter handle is Boo Media. It's B-O-E-N-M media. And that's my website as well,
1: boommedia.eu. Excellent. Well, as always, those links will be in our show notes, which is accessible at com slash podcast. Monique, it's been great chatting. Thank you very much for coming on and sharing everything. Um, until Thank next you. time, go Elevate. Right, see you again.
0: Okay, <laughs> thanks. Have a good day.
1: <laughs> Cheers. And you have a good day. <laughs> well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast as much as I did making it. I always love meeting our elevators and hearing their stories and, and you can just... Feel it in their voice that they're so excited about what life is like now. If you want to know more about the WP Elevation Business Blueprint program, then head over to wpelevation.com. And while you're there, check out the podcast and be sure to subscribe and leave us a review at wpelevation.com slash iTunes. That's really a way that we know and let everyone else know what the WP Elevation Business Podcast is all about. The more that we can share this podcast with others, the more that the entire industry can kind of rise and reach new levels. Well, until the next episode, go Elevate!